You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Welcome back to Becky All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And joining us now is Reed Wallach from BetSided. He's been diving into college football. We'll get his insights uh, from that sport in just a bit. But let's begin with the NBA Summer League. Actually, before we even do that, uh, Reed, are you on threads? Do you have a threads account that we should be promoting throughout our time together? Guys, thanks for having me on uh, in the dog days of summer. Uh, no, I think I've decided I am anti-threads. I'm going to be at the longest holdout <laughs> possible for threads. I Listen, I've had a Twitter for like over a decade now, and it's like part of like my inner fiber. Like I, my Twitter is like a stream of my subconscious. I can't imagine moving that and having to start from scratch. So I'm going to die with the ship of Twitter, and we'll see. I'll be a late adopter to threads. I'll eat the yeah. Okay, see, fair I'm enough. Yeah, I feel cool now. Jake's out, Reed's out. I just, I'm just out out of pure laziness, but uh, now I feel like I'm on the right path when Reed and Jake are. are... There you go. Uh, okay, uh, NBA Summer League. Uh, as far as, uh, you know, games tonight, I think, uh, you know, the headliner certainly has to be the Hornets and the Spurs. Uh, Spurs six and a half point favorites. Total 184 and a half. Uh, any plays in this game for you? My approach from Summer League is I'm really only looking at my first glance, going to be at underdogs, trying to take some money line underdogs. You know, six and a half points, you just, I know Wembenyama, he's set to play, and the Hornets didn't look so great in their, you know, Summer League tune up, but I'm not interested in laying points in a game that's a glorified exhibition. What if Wembenyama only plays the first half? You know, trying to navigate the rotations of these teams is going to be a little bit difficult. So I'm not necessarily interested in, laying the points first blush with the Spurs team, especially because you're probably playing a huge tax to get the Wembenyama tax and to be on his side. I did notice in the Sacramento and Utah Summer Leagues, the totals flew up. Um, They opened in the 160s, and I know last night's two games in Utah closed in the 180s. So I think the Summer League totals might be a bit inflated early on. You might see with a lot of new teams, people figuring out the rotations, maybe unders are the look. I haven't played anything yet uh, for Friday night's action, but I'm going to be looking at underdogs and unders as kind of my first way to attack it. Okay, so yeah, you're right. All of uh, all the matchups today, the totals are in the 180s. And aside from the Spurs game, we're talking about one possession point spreads. Yeah, uh, The Spurs are six and a half point favorites against the Hornets. So let, let's just talk about what to expect for people that don't bet Summer League. Is it normal to see nearly the entire board be as close as one possession? 
and you're saying 180s is high. What is the norm, and uh, at, at what number would you say it's inflated, and you throw out money line dogs? Is that just embrace the variance? Is that what we should be doing with Summer League, that basically anything can happen? It's so unpredictable? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is – you know, college all-star G League level for the most part. I mean, for the, you know, you see some big names out there, second-year pros, third-year pros, you know, the highly touted rookies. But a lot of these guys by the end of the next week aren't going to be playing anymore. They're going to get one game and they're going to, you know, sit and enjoy Vegas for a little bit. So I wouldn't expect when these numbers get out to five and a half, six and a half, it's going to be a bit too rich for me. And I'm just immediately going to look to blind bet the underdogs. I don't know if I'm going to touch the Hornets because I – they didn't look so great. Um, I believe they played in Utah. They, I think, lost both games, and Brandon Miller looked a little out of sorts. But for the most part, I'm blindly betting money line underdogs, you know, plus 200 or greater. You're going to see if a team wins big today, their next game, that's the only sample that you're seeing. So they're immediately going to get a huge bump in the market because, oh, look, they just beat this team by 20, and the team that lost is going to be bumped down. But you don't know who's going to be playing in that next game. I think betting right before post when you know who's playing and who's starting, that's key. And I would just honestly look at blind betting underdogs at over two possessions because, again, it's glorified G League. This isn't necessarily the highest level of competition, so embrace some variance. Yeah, so I'm actually really fascinated by this game because we're going to see Wemby making his debut for the Spurs against Brandon Miller, who's been – I you could say horrific. I mean, he's been getting dragged <laughs> so far. And so this opened up as the Hornets minus six and a half, and then it flipped. Uh, and, and so I find it interesting when they announced that Wemby is going to play tonight and make his debut, that this line totally flipped in the Spurs' favor. The, but you brought up a great point earlier, Reed, with like how much time is he going to play, Wembenyama? Uh, because there's also, you can bet on, points props uh and it doesn't really give you much of an option it's like to score 20 or plus you could mm-hmm. bet on Wemby or Brandon Miller are you gonna jump into that at all because like you said like these guys might not play that long so it's only giving you one option like yes that you know they are and you mm-hmm. can't bet yeah. like an under or a no yeah, I, again, these games, for the most part, are pretty choppy. A lot of fouls. You know, it's not – some games, I guess, get high scoring. But, like, don't be surprised if you see, like, 10-point quarters, uh, you know, real droughts and scoring. You know, this is a new setting for a lot of these guys. And also, Charlotte has some, you know, front court prowess. You know, they have some muscle. James Nagy's a rookie over from Barcelona that, uh, you know, was a first round, you know, first round for some mock drafts. Uh, Nathan Mensah from San Diego State. Uh, I'm just going down the roster. Kai Jones is second year pro. So I think that they have some size to maybe bother Wembenyama. So again, you know, San Antonio's summer league roster isn't great outside of the French prospects. So I'm not rushing to back San Antonio. I, you know, don't be surprised if Victor only plays, you know, 20 or so minutes just to get him out there. And, you know, this is more of a showcase than anything. Well, and certainly when you're looking at uh, the futures market in terms of who's going to win the Summer League outright, uh, that backs up that idea, right? Like the Spurs, uh, you have to go fairly far down the list to find them at uh, 13-1 to here. Uh, Pistons, Thunder, their co-favorites, 7-1. to I'm wondering if another approach to, if you're, say, betting on the futures market here, is to look at, say, assistant coach staffs, so to speak. Because, you know, your head coaches are, are dealing with a million other things right now. But if you can find, like, great benches 
in terms of smart coaching groups that maybe there's some sort of edge to be had there. Yeah, uh, I played. So when you're buying the futures market, the key is every team is going to play four games. And you basically, to ensure you're going to make the playoffs, the little mini tour, the little mini playoffs they have, you essentially have to win all your games. Uh, it's you know, so you have a thin needle. If you like, yeah, you, you do have to look at the schedule a little bit, and it kind of uh, stinks for me because the two teams I were I was eyeing are playing the Oklahoma City Thunder, who are the favorites. You know, they brought Chet Holmgren, they brought both Jalen Williamses. Uh, Trey Mann looks really good. Uh, t- um, so I like Dallas and Indiana a lot. Dallas is more of a dart, and I think I'm going to play a little bit differently and play Jane uh, Harvey Hardy to win Summer League MVP. I saw that in the range of you know, 20, 25 to 1. Um, again, Summer League is basically glorified G League play, and that favors the bucket getters. Um, so someone like Hardy, who was in the G League uh, before he got drafted by the Mavericks, he's a second-year pro, has some experience. I think that Dallas, if Hardy – you know, I'm a Nets fan. Cam Thomas a few years ago had averaged like 30 a game and he won summer league MVP. So I think Hardy fits the bill of that. And then the Pacers, I think. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer ixl learning is an online learning program for kids it covers math language arts science and social studies ixl is designed this program will improve your kids grades studies done in almost every state in the country the kids who had ixl are consistently doing better powered by advanced algorithms ixl gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality and it doesn't have to eat up all your 
your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. While they do play Oklahoma City, the key is they play Oklahoma City next Wednesday. And OKC actually plays the day before against Houston. So I highly doubt that OKC is going to be playing their highly touted prospects. If they even make it that far, um, I highly doubt they're going to really run them out. Second night of a back-to-back. Indiana, the schedule actually breaks their way nicely. Um, I saw a 10-1 to this morning. I really like Indiana. You look at their roster. Jairus Walker, of course, uh, top 10 pick. He's out there. But... They brought Benedict Matherin. I think he's going to play maybe a game tops, maybe even a half. And then you look down the board, though. Isaiah Jackson's a good rim protector. Uh, Darius McGee, a ball handler from Liberty, really good. Um, Isaiah Wong, obviously from Miami, bucket getter. And then some other veterans in the G League ranks that I think are going to be out there looking for roster spots. You know, Robert Woodard uh, from Mississippi State, if you remember him. Kendall Brown was with the G League team, but he was a draft pick last year from Baylor. So that team is deep that it could handle some of the guys like Benedict Mather and Andrew Nemhart sitting out. And then my favorite play, it doesn't seem like there's um, odds on him available right now, but Oscar Sheway's on this Pacers team. Everybody's familiar with the national player of the year. Uh, two years ago at Kentucky, he's just a force. He eats rebounds. I, I wouldn't be shocked if he puts up 20-20 numbers with his motor. He's built for this, especially to dominate with his energy. He's on this team. If he shows out, I mean, and Indiana goes on a run, I'm looking for Shibway Summer League MVP. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it before this thing tips off, but you know, if he's going to be in the 80 to 100 range and Indiana goes on a run and he puts up 20-20 numbers, um, I think Shibway is live for Summer League MVP. If anyone can find it, uh, please DM me at Reed Wallach on Twitter. <laughs> okay, we got to work on that. I, I want to see that number posted as well. There are some sports books that if you request a number that it's not posted, they'll at least give it. I got to I gotta go shopping before this thing tips off. Yeah. So how much? How much more time do we have before we get Oscar Sheway? Hey, let's see. The first game's at four thirty Eastern. So I got. I got. I got all day to really go look in here. Okay. Okay. Good. A uh, lot of good stuff there. The MVP one is interesting because the trend has been the last four years, first round draft picks that same year have won it with Keegan Murray, Davion Mitchell, Cam Thomas, Brandon Clark. Uh, but you know, with the with the G League trend, that looks like an interesting spot. You said you like Indiana ten to one uh, to win, to win the championship. At the top of the board, uh, what what did you think about this? Does it make sense to you? that we're seeing Detroit and Oklahoma City as co-favorites. Portland, with all that noise, that they're the third favorite before getting to Indiana. Yeah, I I think it makes sense when you look at these rosters, right? Because Oklahoma City, they're bringing Chet Holmgren. They're bringing the Jalen Williamses. But you got to look more at the depth of these teams and who's going to be playing by the end of the week. Because, again, you need to play, you know, win all of your games before you get to the playoffs and, you know, are these guys really going to play all that much? You know, like I highly doubt Chet Holmgren's playing more than a game. Obviously he missed all of last year. So they probably want to get him some experience and some reps, but Detroit, Jaden Ivey's there. I'd be shocked if he plays more than a game, Jalen Duran as well. So I understand why they're favorites because what if they play, you know, all four games, but 
that's not what I'm expecting. That's why I'm looking a little bit further. I wish Indiana was closer to 15 to one, but I do still uh, like them at 10 to one, especially getting OKC um, on the back to back. And look, I, it's kind of a calculated risk here. I just like the depth on this team. And while I wish I was getting a little bit better of a number, this has been getting beat down all week. Um, I think Indiana has the depth to handle games three and games four of the summer league circuit. Ties into summer league NBA rookie of the year. Uh, do you see the markets overreacting to summer league at all? Like if a guy do- doesn't play well, or maybe you can get some better value. What have you noticed in the NBA rookie of the year market? Yeah, I, I'm not necessarily that interested right now because it's like when it's like, do you like Wembenyama or the field? And I imagine, you know, if Scoot Henderson, who's I believe the favorite to win summer league MVP, if he's going to go off in Vegas, I imagine he's going to start shrinking those odds. Um, I've been not that interested because I, to me, it's a two man race between Wembenyama and Scoot for rookie of the year. And now with Dame on his way out, maybe the floor is there for Scoot to take off. I just think if Wembenyama is going to play the requisite games, everyone's so enamored with him um, that he was, you know, I don't see a reason to go at him right now, um, mm-hmm. especially in like those field bets. You might as well just take Scoot to me to, you know, if you want it, if you really believe in Scoot, I guess get it now before the summer league circuit, because this, as someone who played in the G league last year, Scoot's built for this type of tournament setting. Reed, let's tra- transition to college football here. And I think one of the things that maybe we're not talking about enough is how the clock is going to be different. It will continue to run after an offense gains a first down, except inside two minutes of a half. Is this an approach we can take advantage of as far as trying to find some unders once those totals get posted? Oh, yeah. I, I think it's not something I am fully there yet and trying to grasp necessarily. I do think, obviously, it's going to impact your scoring, you know, it, the stoppages in play. But I also think that you're still going to see these up-tempo offenses really try to push the ball and, you know, take advantage of, you know, the air raid systems. And I actually think if you're going to see – an over-adjusted total. You know, you're going to see a total knockdown what would be more than a touchdown with some of these high tempos. I think, you know, you could definitely go back over. Don't be scared off from a total just because it's over-adjusting down. The clock's going to be running. These up-tempo offenses in college football are still going to be trying to push the tempo, even if the clock's running. So, honestly, I'm going to wait and see probably. Maybe early in the year I'll take a stab at some overs that I think have over-adjusted down too much. But, um, I think that's the way to go. I would almost underreact if you're going to see one overreact. Um, I know Western Kentucky and I believe it's South Florida play. And I saw an early total that was below 60. And um, I haven't bet it yet, but I'm just going off the top of my head. I believe that that was one that I circled as an over I'd like to bet. I'm going to dive into that a little bit more. Anything else as far as college football? What have you been? It's final final moment here, but what what have you been really diving into, and where are you in your process? Win totals were ready to go. NC State over six and a half. Anything to minus one fifty. That's like my favorite bet I placed this summer. Oh no, NC State again. Nice. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Of course. Uh, Reed Wallach, thank you so much for your time. Reed Wallach at BetSided. Uh, make sure to follow him on Twitter and not threads at Reed Wallach. <laughs> thank you so much for your time. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM coming up next a few weeks out from training camp. Good time to recalibrate some of our NFL offseason takeaways. That's right here on the BetQL Network.